1: This is Good Good Morning Liberty.
2: Well, what is up, all of our Liberty-loving friends? This is another fantastic episode of the Good Morning Liberty podcast. My name is Nate, not Nick Thurston, and across from me, right here in Nashville, Tennessee, is Charles Chuck, Too Tall Stuck Thompson. That's right, except the problem is...
0: That we did bring a measuring tape. Jeff, not Paul, brought a measuring tape to Nashville with him, and six eight gate turned out to be real. And, yeah, it uh, was
2: a conspiracy theory. It was, but then it was proven. Yeah, to I'm be only true.
0: six foot seven without shoes on. <sighs>
2: So, still second tallest libertarian. Well, you, guys well, you guys can't see is everyone's leaving right now because tr- <laughs> Charlie's not actually six eight, but that's okay. Yeah. We we are right here. Uh, I guess we should say for people who just listen that we are recording live right now with a studio audience. Studio audience, make a yeah. laugh. There we go. All right, that's good. So we have a lot of our Patreon supporters here, and they, a lot of them made really long trips. A lot of them, I'm surprised their states even still let them leave and come back, especially going to Tennessee. That's very impressive. Uh, but I, I want to say thank you to everyone who is here. Yes, okay. thank you. This is our first time doing something live in, in quite a long time. I haven't played in a front show. of people. I haven't played a live show with Charlie in quite some time now. Mm-hmm. So... It's actually kind of weird that I can't hear myself in the headphones right now, to tell you the truth. It is. Yeah. It is. But we have
0: Amanda. You quit? Amanda came from California, right? So that's, that's who who far. came
2: from the furthest distance? I think it's I just think, Amanda. Yeah. <laughs> What's uh, the next furthest distance?
0: We, we have Maryland. Rhode Island. Rhode Island. Rhode Island. Yeah. Minnesota. 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 Okay. Yeah. Don't you know? Get your boots on. New Jersey um we have people from murfreesboro some yeah right here (laughs) that's a long drive depending on the traffic yeah Yeah. 24 is the worst it it is yeah i always tell i always tell you guys ready for a personal story (laughs) i always always tell stephanie this is so mean i tell stephanie i'm like 24 is the interstate that has the lowest iq in all of nashville It is very true. And it's true. Yeah. yeah.
2: I, I only say it because it's true. That's it. And because you're a racist. That's not true. <laughs> but, okay. That's just, not true. Just, uh, I just think we yeah. need to get that out in the open. Yeah. We're doing a Dumb Bleep episode, by the way. Mm-hmm. If everyone's like, are they going to do an episode? Or are we just going to talk about stuff? We're but, just hanging out. Yeah. We're doing Dumb Bleep. We have a few Dumb Bleeps, and we're going to take some questions from the audience as well. That's right. And we have vetted all the questions, and they're going to be very nice. <laughs> and... Very easy to answer, so we won't have to worry about that yeah. at all. You
3: guys,
2: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so. But
0: as Nate mentioned, y'all, this is the Good Morning Liberty podcast, where we talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of meaning, and a lot of dumb bleeps. And uh, this is the 500th live episode. That has an asterisk next to it. Because it's Five not, yeah. 500th is And not episode. all of them are live. And for those of you not on Patreon, well, shame on you, because... Those in Patreon got to come hang out. They had the option to, and you didn't. So be a part of this potentially next year. We talked about maybe starting something. It was the Patreon group's idea, by the way. So it's possible next year we'll have another event. But to get the inside scoop, you need to go to patreon.com slash goodmorningliberty.
2: I like it. I think they should do that. Clay's, I concur. Clay's not here live, <laughs> yeah, so, so we can I can do ads. Do all okay. the ads I want to. <laughs> and Joe's not here. Neither of yeah, them. So exactly. let's, let's get going with the first dumb bleep. What do you think about that? Let's do it. I'll have you uh, read this one real quick. It's from our very favorite Robert reich yeah Yeah, it's the third this is my
0: favorite (laughs) yeah this is my favorite shortest guy on the planet i think Mm -hmm. yeah yeah exactly (laughs) all right so robert reich blue check mark by the way this guy's a really smart economist of course he tweets out the richest one percent of americans dodge 175 billion dollars in taxes every year a lot of zeros there Fund the IRS, fund them, because they're clearly under... Out of money. They're underfunded. And stop enabling the real looting in America.
2: Now... doesn't that one percent include him? Yeah, it definitely (laughs) does. Yeah. So I highlighted the very special sentence, or part of the sentence here at the bottom, which is... The IRS is just so, just anyone not familiar with the IRS, this is an organization that can literally take money out of your bank account without your permission. Like, that's one of their main jobs. That's kind of what they do. Mm -hmm. And so they make sure that you pay whatever random amount of money, a bunch of politicians who also uh, don't know a lot about economics probably, have decided that you owe, and then they can take that under threat of imprisonment if you don't give it to them. And... You not giving them that money—that's called looting. It's looting. (laughs) Just so you know, you not giving them that money is the real looting in America.
0: You guys remember last year with all the protests? We had buildings on fire, (laughs) a lot of looting. It was mostly peaceful, but that's the same thing as uh, not letting the government take all your money. This is worse. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because this is the real looting. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. yeah that's okay. So also, Rob- also, of course, he spelled out the one 175 billion, so you could see how. Many zeros were in a billion because a billion is a big number. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if you think about how fast the government spends money, I think it's a billion dollars every eight
2: minutes. I don't know if that minutes. is accurate, but I, I I know what you're feeling, and I could go with that yeah. if you want to. But well, I give think me it's, the real numbers. It's, I think it's something more, uh, it's maybe 15 billion a day is what they're, is what let's they're spending. Let's go with last year. Is what right? is 6 trillion divided by? Someone months. give us a number crunch on that? Yeah. Maybe $6 trillion. Is it that it, what they spent, or was it? Weekends. Yeah. The yeah. government would weekends spend. Weekends also.
0: Let's say they would spend this in two to three months. That's how long it would take Oh, spend the less government. than that,
2: though. Okay. Less a than month. that. Yeah. Too many. Yeah. Too many to count. Yeah. It's. 16 and a half. 16 and a half billion a day. Bye-bye. Okay, so we got a little over ten days. <laughs> ten days, and the government would spend this money that is very, very, very important, and they would spend it on the best things. Of course, they yeah. promise. <laughs> yes, they promise right. they would. Okay. Anyone have any uh, questions or comments about that? Anyone? <laughs> Gain of function. <laughs> <laughs> Cancelled.
0: All right. Hey, uh, how are we going to take the vote this time? Did you get? Did you bring in the voting machines?
2: Uh, you guys, yeah, it's got the mail-in ballots for oh, this, okay. right? Okay. I didn't know. I thought yeah.
0: you were going to bring the voting machines for this live event. Is there like
1: I a had of the of guns. Oh, okay. Of yeah.
2: What's that? <laughs> <laughs> it just yeah sure Mm -hmm. absolutely we sent those out in the discord we're gonna ask for your id though so just one of those we all went shooting today we took roughly 20 or so guns to the range here in nashville who was the best shot overall you guys think who did the best i'm gonna say nicole Nicole, she did the best yeah Drew, did you get to shoot very much? <laughs> no. <laughs> Drew was helping. Yeah. Because a lot of the guns were his, so he was helping getting everything set up the whole time. We
0: had one Patreon supporter. It was her first time shooting, so congratulations. Woo! That's she awesome. Tried. And are we f- had another one. Are it's you going
2: to been... have nightmares about it, maybe? Okay. Yeah. Good. Okay.
0: She said it feels powerful, and it is. Mm-hmm. It is. You know, shooting for the first time is kind of scary it because it's intimidating but once you get the hang of it
2: I don't remember cuz you don't develop memories that early <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. yeah Yeah Okay were you
0: using a level back then too or Yeah that's how you start You started with you a level? You didn't get a level? No. no. I mean, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. I was obviously I was obviously see I grew up in a worse trailer than you did. That's <laughs> so, That's the thing.
2: I had the nicest trailer exactly. on the lot. Exactly. With a level. For sure. Okay, dumb bleep. number 2 Nicholas Sarwark this, <laughs> this, <laughs> this is a guy that I actually have muted on Twitter um, because of blood pressure issues is the main thing. And it's just
0: doctor recommended.
2: Yeah. I, I got a prescription, and that's, that's what it was. Nicholas Sarwark, the disgraced former chair of the Libertarian Party. Uh, the, they rather would have none of the above than him. Okay, so here's what he said. If your favorite libertarians are Republicans, your opinion on who is a real libertarian, which is something that libertarians by law are required to state whenever they can, is who is a real libertarian. Your opinion on who is a real libertarian should be taken with a grain of salt. All right. So here's the deal, Nick. This, Nick. Okay. Now, there's a couple things. That we did have Bill Weld as the vice presidential candidate, and I do believe Nick was probably behind that. And also, the presidential candidate was someone who's only won elections as a Republican, so that was also pretty interesting. But That's two Republicans. Yeah. N- Nick has been on a lifelong quest to make on, everyone who, not like Ron, on, Ron Paul anymore. Who, by
0: the hmm. way, supported Hillary Clinton. <laughs> did he? They endorsed Hillary Clinton. Uh, really? In, in 20- Is that a thing? In 2016. Yes, it was. Yeah. Is that true? It was. Trump, yeah.
2: I fact-checked that I, with a man that she says it's true. So <laughs> yes. we're good. That's what I'm
0: saying, not only were they Republicans, but they also endorsed Hillary Clinton against Trump.
2: Yeah. Because so,
0: Trump was clearly a fascist.
2: Nick has always had this thing about against Ron Paul and there's a large portion of the Libertarian Party who are there because of a guy named Dr. Ron Paul. Or representative, or congressman, whatever you want to call him, and I'm I'm one of them. I don't know who else is. Anyone else? Someone who saw Ron Paul? And there's some over there, okay. And so he hasn't liked this for a really long time, and he gets really annoyed by the by the by the Paulians that are out there. I don't Paulites, Paulians. That's also a question for you, Amanda. Just the, the Paulites. Yeah. Could can we actually get oh, you? America. Can we get you in our headphones during the podcast? Actually, to let us know what we're saying correctly or not This is an unpaid. It's an internship. Yeah, they could develop into a job later on down the road. Okay. All right. I feel like that would be worth it, honestly. Okay. So there's yeah. also a difference between people who are libertarian, say people that are in the party and people who are libertarians philosophically, because you could be someone who uh, your favorite libertarian is someone who is a Republican like Ron Paul who ran as a Republican, but you could still be a very libertarian person. In my opinion, obviously you could be a lib- very libertarian person, but he's all about the, the party. So if you were a member of the Republican party, and libertarians like you then those people aren't real libertarians of course they're not i mean think of justin amash that
0: guy (laughs) was that guy was such a right winger
2: (laughs) yeah you know hardcore right
0: winger he was just a war hawk that republican (laughs) yeah up in michigan you know advocating for all kinds of right-wing conspiracy theories oh oh,
2: we've got some stuff in here uh oh we got some we got some gifts okay i'll have to remember to pay attention to discord magoo who is not here who uh, is posting yeah, some good ma-goo. gifts in here. Boom goo
0: Yeah, that's what the crowd is yeah. saying. Boom goo Sorry, Magoo. No, but yeah. that that's a very interesting point because uh the most yeah. successful libertarians have been republicans. Mhm. Um especially guys like Thomas Massey, I would argue. Rand Paul, although we don't agree with everything obviously, but uh those are the guys that are doing the the who have actually been elected, they got a re- elected on the Republican ticket. Yeah. So
2: I've, I think, I've always thought I don't care what the party is. I just exactly. want them to be people who support individual liberty. And I don't care if they're Democrats. So what you're saying is you hate libertarians. Mm-hmm. That's, That's exactly what I okay.
0: said. <laughs> yeah. It, shouldn't it. Ma- it really shouldn't matter what your party affiliation is as long as you stand with liberty. Like, who cares? I don't care if you're a Democrat.
2: Yeah. I, I don't know what the next dumb bleep is. So this is going to be a surprise. Okay. This is for me. That was dumb bleep number two, Nick Sarwark.
4: That Nick sucks. Mm. <laughs> that Nick sucks. <laughs> oh, so Charlie, is, wait, read through all of this. So Clay's not,
0: <laughs> Clay's not here in person, but he is on the Discord. So can we read ads or no?
2: I don't have any ads to read. I don't either. I was just okay. wondering if we could. We can do whatever we want. Okay. Okay. Good. Let's not read one by choice.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right.
2: Good luck okay. with that. Yeah, this is going to be great. I left this for you. Yeah, thank you. But it's something you care a lot about. We talked
0: about this a little bit it just the other day. But yesterday. It, yeah, it, it does make a really good dumb bleep. Okay, so <laughs> uh, the the first part here on the left, right? Yeah. The, for, yeah, uh, this is the first part. This is From uh, Wadagatwe. <laughs> Wadagatwe. Wanjuki. <laughs> Wadagatwe Wanjuki. Yeah. yeah, that is good. Uh, we said this would happen. Transphobia and racism go hand in hand, folks. And she's saying that in response to uh, Nambia's Christine M- Mbomba? Mbom- Boma. There's only one. Amanda? B- the, the end is
1: silent. Boma. Oh.
0: Boma. 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 That's right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, go ahead and pronounce the next one for me. Beatrice uh, Massalingi? Masalingi. Uh,
1: Massalingi. Yeah.
0: Masalingi, that's right. Thank you. <laughs> have been withdrawn from the 400 meter race at the Olympics by World Athletics. They are said to not be eligible for female classification. The same rules are affecting Castor Semenya? <laughs> It's, I'm so happy. He is got that right? This one. Really yeah. Semenya. Uh, Semenya. Mm, I actually. It's I, I, Francine Nyansamba. <laughs> and Mar- Margaret <laughs> wambu Wambui. Wambui. Okay. That's right. Wambui. So yeah, this is really great. What was that all? One more time. Uh, essentially. So we did talk about this <laughs> a little bit yesterday. But, but essentially. Yeah, uh, The transphobia and racism go hand in hand. So clearly what's happening now is because these women were banned for their natural levels of testosterone. Which is dumb
2: it's, that they were banned, in yes, my opinion.
0: They shouldn't have been banned. Yeah. I agree with that. Uh, it's obviously racism and transphobia.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. The next part gets good.
0: So here, here she continues on. They're measuring womanhood by Euro-American colonial <laughs> logic used to justify exploiting enslaved African women. The, patriar- uh, the patri- patriarchal colonizers said women were delicate and needed protection. Chattel slavery would show that they don't actually believe that. What we're seeing from IOC is a reminder of how the Olympics are irrevocably tied to colonial processes. <laughs> they're
1: irrevocably ir- tied to ancient Greece. Yeah. <laughs> so they're tied to-
0: yeah, to Athens. This is where this all started. So blame the Greeks. I,
2: hey Amanda, I mean, there's, there's a mic over here. Yeah. You should get you should get on. Where is the mic? it's that little thing right there. Hold it up when you want yep. to talk. Hold you on, on a sec. To I gotta hit I gotta so, hit the button. But we've seen we've seen this trend over the last um,
0: we've seen this trend over the last few years where anything that goes against never mind what <laughs> rules were set up, never mind how we got into this position. The the what you have to blame it on is capitalism and the patriarchy and colonialism. Like you have to blame it on white America and all of its problems. Not the fact that the Olympic committee and the international competition committee decided in 2018 to arbitrarily set the level of testosterone for females. Um, And then now, because they did that to include trans people to compete, by the way. And again, there's nothing wrong with being trans if you want to be, but if, but women should be allowed to compete in the women's sports. Right. So now that they set those rules in 2018, as I said, the other day, that yesterday, uh, the chickens are coming home to, to the hen the, house, to the hen yeah, house and pay their respects. And,
3: and,
0: and the problem with, and now rather than saying like, Oh my God, maybe we shouldn't have set up this rule. Like wouldn't you wouldn't a normal person look back and be like, huh, and we must we set up that rule and that was wrong because now we excluded actual females from competing in actual women's sports. But no, it's not that. It's harsh words. It's slavery and it's colonialism and it's the patriarchy. Of course. And
2: transphobia. Transphobia, yes. Mm -hmm. You gotta go down the list of all of them. But they're not trans. Uh, no, they're, they're, not- they're uh, biological women, and they are being kept out of the Olympics because of rules that were set up for allowing transgender women to compete in the women's competition. And I feel like there should be a little bit of common sense, but the issue is you can't do this because if they were to allow these two women to compete, then that would set off the the trans uh, whatever community. Which, I, you know, I don't know why, if they're, if they're going to be upset about that or not, but I would assume that you would say, well, this is obviously all transphobic because now it's not the threshold, it's not the testosterone threshold that you're worried about. Now you're back to caring about biological women or men, and so now they're actually holding out to biological women in an effort to make sure they can allow in all of the transgender women and not offend them, but you're gonna hold out the women and they're just gonna be offended and held back and it's really, really dicey situation. Did in my you all opinion. catch all that? Uh, I did. Exactly. Yeah.
0: yeah. Honestly, I don't even know why we're having this conversation because really we could talk about how um, how racist competition is in and of itself.
3: hmm yeah, And it the is, fact that women want,
0: Yeah. yeah. The fact that women want to compete against other women anyway, I mean that
2: is the problem actually? It's all to assert dominance over other people that it, they can.
0: That's the patriarchy. <laughs> women competing against other
2: women is the patriarchy. Uh, this is a and patriarchal construct. The that's whole. That's why thing. we should get rid
0: yeah. of it. That's that yeah. would solve all of these problems. That's what we do here.
2: Yeah. All right, everyone. I want to tell you guys about our sponsor, BetterHelp. On this show, we talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of meaning. And it's really hard to pursue that meaning if there's something. Getting in the way. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. This is an app, it's a site. You can download it, you can go to the website, and they will connect you with the therapist after they ask you a few questions. That way, they compare you with the person that works best for you. And if you don't want that person, you can get another one, okay? Connect in their safe and private online environment. Super convenient, way more convenient than actually going to an office somewhere sitting in the waiting area and talking to someone in person you can do it this is great for people that are really busy this is not just a self-help thing this is actual professional counseling you can send a message to your counselor anytime you get a timely thoughtful response plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions it's more affordable than the traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available Service is available, by the way, for clients that are worldwide. So all you guys listening all the way around the world, they are there for you. If you are dealing with depression, stress, anxiety, something in your relationship, trouble sleeping, some trauma, are you mad about something, family conflicts, grief, self-esteem, anything like that, BetterHelp has got someone for you. Remember, it is confidential, super convenient, professional, affordable, if you don't believe me, you can go and check out the testimonials posted daily on their website and remember, please remember this is not a crisis line. All right? I want you guys to start living a happier life today. As a listener of this show, you get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com/gml. Join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health again. That's slash gml and now back to the show. Can we, we take gender out of this.
1: <laughs> it's, it's not gender-based at all. It's how, how do you what
3: are how sit
0: down? I do think mm-hmm. most people, almost everyone sits down to go poo, though. Joe. Just-
2: <laughs> what? So... <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> I was reading stuff in the Discord, and I came in for that line right there. So, so now... Yeah. <laughs> so, wait. So now...
0: How about we just get rid of the gender competitions? We all just compete. <laughs> And we all just compete against one another, and that's how, we, that's how we do it.
2: Clay said, wait, you sit down the poop? <laughs> You're doing it wrong. <laughs> Joe said, it's the matriarchy. That's controlling everything, yeah. yeah. So we figured that which out. Is yeah. it,
0: which is a derivative of the patriarchy anyway, because it has to be the, Obviously. the patriarchy's fault.
2: Okay, we're going to play this video. Now, the people that are, the people that are watching live, you're not going to be able to hear what everyone else will, and that's your fault for not being here, and I know that you realize that. So we are going to play this. Uh, I guess they will catch some of it in this microphone playing from this here Bluetooth right there. But listen it's 2021 we can come up with some really cool songs these days you got to get your vaccine okay and 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 what you know here's how you know that you're in now listen people have died in this in this pandemic and it is very serious and i don't like it when people die i believe charlie has came out on the same side of this issue as i am which is being against death i mean
0: i've been pro-anti-death for as long as i can remember exactly
2: yeah yeah (laughs) yes So founding members of pro-Antita over there. So uh, very much against death. But here's just how I maybe this is just being maybe it's maybe this is insensitive because I was lucky enough to not get sick over the last year. And that's probably all it is. We'll just talk it up to that. That you know of. Yeah. Or that I know of. I think maybe we're all infected. That's. No, that's mm-hmm. The Walking Dead, actually. So here's the, here's the deal. When it's so bad that you have to resort to begging people to get the vaccine for the thing that you're vaccinating people against, I think all, all you have to do is just bl- realize how lucky we are that this is the one that we got. Not that it wasn't bad, but how much worse it could have been. Because in a lot of the movies I've seen, there's people killing each other trying to get in the vaccine lines to try and get it. And I just think we should have some gratitude for the fact that we really lucked out with one where we have to only go through this type of punishment <laughs> to to deal with uh getting the vaccine now the, the so sound those for the
0: discord members if you need to look up uh we're gonna play vax that thing up vax that thing up juvenile juvenile has has rejuvenated himself there we go with the by the way this is being called the song of the summer for 2021 <laughs> this is gonna win a grammy is, i'll tell
2: you what this is nice girl summer. this is number one it's okay. fantastic all right, this, this sound's gonna be a little bit off because I'm actually playing this from my phone and I could not run the sound from this TV out to where people yeah. in here could hear it. So this is. We're in an amateur studio. Overall, if you're so. not here, this will be one of the worst episodes you ever listen to, <laughs> by, by far. Uh, but we'll try to fix this in post. Okay, let's see.
1: You finna online day chat, find a main chat. Open up okay, as, OK yeah. my okay yeah, picture lookin' tight chat, nice chat. Got your bio reading right chat, precise chat. But before you find a day chat, you gotta wait chat. Gotta go back to nature, get it straight chat. Girl, you look good. Want you vax that thing? I'm a handsome young brother. Want you vax that thing up? in real life, you need to vax that thing up. Feeling freaky all night, you need to vax that thing up. Girl, you look good. Want you vax that thing? I'm a handsome young brother. Want you vax that thing up? they'
4: Girl, like you need to fax that thing, you're feeling freak your whole life. You need to fax that thing. Up. I know you can't stand it, no holding hands, check. But when we get the shot, we gonna be romancing. Girl, you could be the queen at the quarantine. We could meet up at the spot and we could do the thing. Internet, date chat I'm your mate chat Download the app, that you ain't got a wait, chat. I love it when you hold me, ain't playing a moji. You could be the young hot thing, I'll be the old G. Girl, you look good once you
2: va- Now, what I want to know is, do you think the, uh, the the wedding DJs are gonna replace the original version with this one, because I just found a new reason to hate weddings. I'll tell you that. I'm not, I'm not going. Uh, you're not didn't gonna finish happen. it.
0: That was that, that oh, was. Oh, does it
2: get better? Yes, it does get better. No, John says it gets better. It does get better. Okay, so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it gets even okay. better. Don't okay. worry. Were we behind or ahead on the video? We're there, a little remember? ahead on the video. Okay. So, hold on, the internet's amazing.
1: night, you
2: you Who knew you could twerk to this song? <laughs> no vaccine, no bucking, <laughs> is what that shirt said. <laughs>
3: get the shot! If you wanna smash some dude named Scott, go 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 uh, go get the shot! Go get the shot! Go go
1: get the shot! BLK says
2: go get the shot! You wanna smash with Scott? Smash smash with Scott! BLK says go get the shot! Okay, that's so good. That was worth it. Yeah, yeah. I li- that's I gonna like be it. number one on my playlist. Yeah, I mean, that's fantastic. Number one song in America, right there. Grammy or what? Uh, definitely.
0: Now, as you all know, we uh, we had to do the magnetic test on my arm last night because I <laughs> I am fully vaccinated yeah, and uh, fully magnetic and fully magnetic. I mean, the thing stuck right to the sweat on my arm. Uh huh. It was interesting. <laughs> <To the sweat laughs> on your arm. Uh, but I'll say the same thing I've always said, which is. That if you look at history, vaccines are safe. They're safer than not taking mm, vaccines.
2: Time to get in the debate. If, if, yeah, well, we can here. debate. Yeah, who wants But also, I will
0: say that <laughs> I think that if you're young and healthy, that you don't really need it uh, because most people who are under the age of fifty aren't dying from COVID. So um, that would that would be what I would say about the vaccine.
2: I, th- I but, think, but, you got vaccinated, so well, that's because I want to travel. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> America, exactly.
0: <laughs> internationally, I want to travel okay. internationally, Charging and so like to to travel to travel to travel internationally, I needed to be yeah. vaccinated. And again, over the long history of vaccines, vaccines err on the side of safety. I mean, do you think would you guys want polio or smallpox? Polio was actually on the
2: downturn. Mm. The that this is, is true. One of those things where they it is true came in while it was already coming yeah. down. Like
1: you never really know
2: like it, the vehicle safety law that is true but so far i haven't died so here i am and we have plenty of statistical data on the amount of time since you got it yeah, yeah exactly i don't know i heard about all those people dying and i i don't Well, listen vaccines i but, the, but i you bring probably up a good point. end up getting it more than likely you so. get the
0: point you get the point though of this dumb bleep which is the fact that we have a disease that is so scary that a juvenile has to make a song to go tell people to get vaccinated against a disease that is so scary
2: yeah so, i i just think it deserves gratitude for the for the our generation's plague or pandemic or whatever it is that's all just a little bit of gratitude mm-hmm. we kind of lucked out just a little bit thanks china for not making it worse <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> oh okay yeah, that. <laughs> so that was that was dumbly number four four that okay. was number four Okay, so Libertarian Party of Tennessee has been sending us a lot of stuff, and this conversation hey, hang was... hang on, hang on. We have, a new,
0: we have a new user that I haven't seen in Discord. Uh, Nunchuck. They've been here before. Really? Yes. It's the, so I'm not paying attention then. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's accurate. This is my bad, Nunchuck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he is, he says that he is a wedding DJ, and he's going to make a hard pass. Okay. So he's going to
2: play the original
0: juvenile it's his funeral. <laughs> <laughs> he's not going to get any more requests. That's right.
2: <laughs> okay. Uh, libertarian party, of Tennessee, been sending this over. Thank you. Libertarian party of Tennessee for sending this. And thank you for not being offended by all the terrible things that we talk about, about the libertarian party all the time, because it doesn't mean it doesn't mean it for the entire party as a whole. And from what I can tell, they talk about a lot of good stuff. Now we talked a little bit about libertarianism. You guys know anything about libertarianism maybe we can have some people tell us about that in here because we wouldn't know because my favorite's a republican <laughs> so
3: there's no way
2: no way yeah. that i'm gonna know who's well, a libertarian in 88 yeah that's true yeah okay so they were talking back and forth with this uh matthew bond person and this is a continuation of the conversation from last week because they are doubling down on the fact that s- slavery throughout history, apparently, but mostly in the 1800s, was a result of our libertarian country that we had, and once they ended libertarianism, they ended slavery (laughs) at the same time. Okay, so here's, uh, LPTN says, slavery is not libertarian. How many times do I have to tell you this? I can hear the frustration. Matthew says, not this one right here, but the Matthew that's uh, on the Twitter, libertarianism sanctifies private property. Enslavement is dependent on considering people as property which the USA and their libertarian governments in the 18th and 19th centuries did. Also, all people throughout history until the end of slavery had slavery in there, not just the USA in the 18th and 19th century. I do think that we should mention that as well. All societies, except for maybe a couple that I don't know about, had slavery, but we're the only ones apparently that that matters. I think libertarianism is very comfortable with the ethic of the CSA. Amanda, what's CSA stand for? Which where are we here? Do you know what this is? The CSA. What is that? I don't know. I know. I think they meant TSA. Chattle Confederate, Confederate States of
3: America.
2: Okay. okay. <laughs> All
3: right, there we go.
1: That, kind of I was question.
2: gonna <laughs> say chattel slavery of America. Yeah. <laughs> that was a test. We just weeded out a couple people who didn't uh, need to be here You know that we just wanted to know if they knew what that meant. Yeah. and It's the Confederate States of America Is that a tattoo on your arm over there? No. Okay. Thank Sure. <laughs> just kidding. It's all funny, right man, all. Libertarian party Tennessee says I will say this one more time and I'm not and I'm gonna stop replying slavery is not libertarian That's accurate. You can move the goalposts all you want, but we sanctify private property when all parties consent Does that sound like slavery? That is an important point as well. He said earlier, libertarianism sanctifies private property. Enslavement is dependent on considering people as property. Okay those people also under libertarianism would, would also be able to sanctify private property and you would not be able to hurt people or take their stuff. That would be a, one major part of libertarianism is that you cannot take away the liberties of another individual who is not aggressed upon you first. There's a little, a little thing called the NAP, okay, non-aggression principle. And so if they have not aggressed, then you're not going to aggress against them. So there's no way that libertarianism allows for slavery. I think that most libertarians, the real ones anyway, can agree with this. In my opinion, uh, the real one was a joke, just so you know. <laughs> okay. They, uh, he Not said Republicans, it, though. Yeah. It doesn't include slavery uh, because the parties didn't consent. Matthew says the parties did consent because 18th, 19th century libertarians, remember these people that held slaves were 18th, 19th century libertarians. Did not consider a slave to be a party, it would be the same as asking your ox whether it wanted to plow. Okay. We ended slavery in 1866, then there was a 40 year transition as we matured past libertarianism. Okay. I feel like this Matt guy's
0: like, man, libertarianism sounds really good. I need to find something wrong with it. Yeah. Oh, they, they they are for slavery. I'll just make something I'll, up. Yeah, I'm just yeah. going to, to come that? up with the fact that they, they're they for slavery. Just because slavery existed, um, I, I think there's a couple things here. Not only is the other party not consen- consenting, but they, they were treated as uh, not human, which, mm-hmm. of course, is wrong, because they clearly are human. I'm glad you
2: got that out there. Yeah. Yeah, because we were wondering.
3: Oh, <laughs>
0: you were?
2: Okay, yeah. Just
0: wanted to make sure. I'm glad yeah. that I have this microphone so I can say
2: what I need to say. <laughs> um, it, I feel like Amanda, I could tell, Amanda, hold on a sec. Let me uh, let me let you. Well, there's,
1: there's the detail here that the Libertarian Party was not even founded until 1971. Uh, so I'm not sure about what 18th and 19th century Libertarians anyone was even talking about. Um, however, they would not have been known to exist in their current form. There's also the issue that the entire idea of the non-aggression principle is predicated on the idea that you cannot aggress against someone else's person or property. Someone's, pro- someone's person is their first property. So any time you are aggressing against or coercing against someone's person, you are de facto aggressing
2: against their property. Mm. I see that. It is going through the board, but it's not going to the Discord, which doesn't make any sense. It was awesome. Amanda. No, it was awesome. <laughs> yeah. She said a lot of highly intelligent, great words. Yeah. Just so you all know. Honestly, I think she was trying to assert her intelligence dominance uh, yeah. over well, okay. us. Okay, and to add on, right? Uh,
0: to well, I guess to uh, maybe sum up and add on to what Amanda was saying is that basically the first principle in property rights is that you own yourself, and so by by taking slaves, you're transgressing against their self ownership, which of course is not libertarianism. Yeah. So, the, the, I don't know where this Matt guy came from, but he needs, uh, he, he needs. Is Nashville. Nashville. He is. He's in Nashville. He can't
3: be that
2: important. Matthew, we challenge you to a debate. <laughs> <laughs> okay?
1: Why
2: are you afraid to debate? Okay. <laughs> 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 Why wouldn't you debate Amanda, Matthew? You're obviously scared. And our soundboard, uh, from what we hear in the Discord, we're wanting to keep women silent because it's not going out to the Discord. <laughs> so uh, that's yeah. that's clearly yeah. what's happening. It's showing the we got some bars well, there. Well, we have to do board. our part
0: to keep up the patriarchal colonialism. Yeah, going if it's on.
2: if it's creating a glitch in the microphone yeah. while Amanda's talking, then you know exactly. you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. <laughs> Why wouldn't it be going through to the we can cut this out by the way okay, uh, Any ideas no, I our mics are going through the dis the soundboard, which is just going into my computer Which is going out to the discord and that mic is also going into the soundboard And I see the little bars on there saying it's going in there We did yeah. we, we even tried resetting the board earlier Yeah. and um, This is uh, this this is unfortunate Okay, so when people ask questions, which should be coming up because I don't th- think there's any more dumb bleeps because I cut most of them out so we could talk to everyone about stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so those were five. We still need people to get their votes in. Get your votes in. Mm-hmm. Uh, five of them. The first one was Robert Reich the mm-hmm. third about uh, the real looting of America. The second one was the el- the, the trans, Olympics.
0: Trans-, trans yeah. The uh
2: victimhood Patriot Olympics uh, colonialism. Uh, which is what we have. Three was no, back that vaxxa. Star Vax Wark. Star Work was two. That's right. I was gonna put numbers up in the slides, but I didn't. So I yeah. about Star Wars, which you made this morning, I think, is that uh he said that he would have voted for Dick Cheney if Dick Cheney were a libertarian. Yeah. So we, we definitely need to take advice from him didn't with a Dave grain Smith, of salt.
0: Didn't Dave Smith get him with that one in his debate? Yeah, yeah that was so good. Honestly, that <laughs> was so good.
2: Honestly, I think we need to quit amplifying the guys. What all of us need to decide to do is not talk about him anymore. Just cut him off. Yeah, already took him out. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right. So num- so so number one was
0: Robert Reich. Robert Reich, the third. Number two was... Sarwark. Star, yeah, yeah. The former disgraced libertarian chair. Uh, number three... No, that
4: was
0: opposite. Wait, so number...
2: <laughs> Let's decide what the numbers are right now. As Why don't we're you just go this. back through them? Let's, oh, yeah. We
0: have them right here. The backspace button. Backspace. <laughs> Hold on. So we'll go back through the don't slides. Don't worry, we'll guys. Sure we we'll cut we'll, this out. We'll it looks sure. very pro. I hope you just put all this in here. It'll be perfect. Robert? Robert Ruck was number
2: one. Yeah. Was one? Yes then sarwark sarwark was two oh. then, the olympics. then the olympics victimhood olympics was three back that back that Vax well, up backs, was number four Vax that thing up was four back yeah not in the slides and then uh the people who held slaves were actually libertarians and yeah. we got rid of slavery after we matured past libertarianism for a number five right there how are we gonna do the votes five. I, yeah five. Said, voice vote how many fingers? Can we Every, do like oh yeah, just so, yeah, hold your hold your uh, Can fingers. we do like the old school what if someone's like, missing a finger?
0: Can we do the old yeah. school like fingers? all in favor of number one, say aye? we do the crowd thing where yeah. people make yeah. you know, the loudest one is the one okay. that wins. <laughs> Alright, all in all in favor of dumb bleep number one. Ooh, all in favor of dumb bleep number two? It's just hard. Woo! Got one vote. All in favor of dumb bleep number three. All in favor of dumb bleep number four? That was my personal that was the favorite. Yeah, that was Vax. And all in favor of dumb bleep number five? Woo!
2: Okay. All right. Back that was one. here. One was actually my here here my favorite one. one. All right. Here here. What
3: about the online votes?
1: The,
0: the absentee ballots? What do oh we got? yeah. Do we? Yeah. Let's We're see. Not
1: We're not counting absentee <laughs> no, they Counted
0: kind
1: of like three times. Yeah. Amanda's. <laughs>
0: Amanda's drawing a hard line for everyone.
2: Okay. Um, It looks like in the group, number five says close second. A lot of number twos. coming through. That's the hatred for Nick Starwart coming through right now. Clay said he put number two vote
0: through the Dominion machine, and it came out as number four.
4: (laughs) 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 Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I would say two for the absentee ballots. A couple of fives, though.
2: So what did uh, Oh, guess what? We have a we have a sleeper dumb bleep for Uh-oh. number 6. For we Uh-oh. have a sleeper that forgot Uh-oh. it forgot to make it itself into the group. Okay. Yeah, technical problem. After, after voting,
0: we have one more. Oh, that's
2: right.
3: Oh. I was wondering. Yeah. They it.
2: So they did change it afterwards. Okay. From, and from, from CNBC, dumb believe number six, inflation's silver lining, higher salaries. Something to look forward to, everyone. Higher salaries. And in the original, the original title of the article was The Upside to Inflation. Rising wages, that's right. That's that's actually the thing when you talk to people about what happened in Venezuela They're like, you know, it's really good our wages went from 1.8 million bolivars to 7 million bolivars And we're just really loving everything. That's what it is. Their wages went up. That's good. Never mind that they lost weight because they couldn't actually eat.
0: (laughs) At least they were being paid a living wage. Yeah. I think we're finally going to hit that $15 an hour living minimum wage.
2: (laughs) Uh, Let me see if they... Okay, and so the, the other dumb bleep associated with... So here's the problem for... I know that everyone already knows this, but we got to mention which what the actual problem is. Um, yes, as inflation goes up, wages will go up as well. But with more inflation, your purchasing power of those dollars will go down. For instance, to use Venezuela, which is obviously a case that is happening right now, they did raise that wage up to seven million bolivars, but that is still not enough money to buy food in Venezuela. So their wages did go up, the salaries did go up in Venezuela. But if you lose purchasing power with that money, then it doesn't matter if it goes up because it's still not enough to buy the goods that you need. Like right now, we see prices going up on a lot of stuff. And we do see some wages going up as well for people. But if the inflation outpaces the growth of the wages, then even though you're making more money, it might not mean that you can buy as much stuff as you could beforehand. Right.
0: Because who cares if your wages go up <laughs> a thousand percent? If inflation is increasing at 20,000 percent? Yes. You're, you're in the hole. So you're like, yeah, I make a hundred grand a year and milk costs a hundred dollars and people, mm. I I, I hate the, well, I don't hate, I I dislike the, (laughs) maybe I do. Uh, Everyone was like, well, that's not going to happen in America. Really? Like, we don't think that economics is just not going to happen in America because it's America. (laughs) It very well could happen. And we're seeing the highest in uh, consumer inflation prices since guess what? 2008 and it there's no there's nothing holding it back from going higher
2: here's the dumber bleep of the situation of number 6 of number 6 this article got a lot of heat got retweeted quite a bit they, they ghost edited the article, which happens quite a bit. They changed the article after it went viral for being so stupid. They were like, oh, crap, we're going to make it on Dumb Leap of the Week if we <laughs> leave this out. we got to get this out of here before Nick and Charlie are going to see this. We have to end this right now. And, and so here's what they changed it to. I don't have it to put on the screen. But the article is now... The title is now, It's Not Certain Rising Wages Will Be Enough to Outpace Inflation. That is the new title of the article. The same article. The same article, but they added in a couple new paragraphs about how people are making more money, but inflation that might actually outpace the rise in the wages. Hey, I mean. Yeah. Narrative and until- Yeah. On the same article, the link that people have already shared all over the place. So you get the article out there with the really stupid title and you realize how dumb it is and you just edit the article and that is a really crappy thing that that people can do. We could, hey, quiet. We're trying to record an episode. Okay. All right. Hey, but I would say kudos for
0: at least changing the article and realizing <laughs> how dumb they were. They
2: should have deleted that article and then written a, a, an apology letter. Yeah. That's what they should have done. The unfortunate
1: thing is that when they changed the article, the upshot is that people aren't increasing wages enough to keep up with inflation. So oh, of course. about the evil capitalists. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. really funny seeing as I don't think business owners can regulate centralized inflation. <laughs> Last we no. checked, you can't do a helicopter
2: drop if you're a mom-and-pop store. You can if you're Jeff Bezos, though. He and could helicopter money, money all over the top. place. He can actually space drop money to everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's true. No, I mean, uh, it's, <clears throat> it's really crappy that they changed it. They did realize what was wrong with it. And they did shift... The blame on this, they well, they took it from something that they were trying to mention was, oh, hey, the government's screwing up the v- purchasing power of your money, but you're getting paid more money, so actually, don't worry about the inflation so much, because you're getting paid more money. They realized how dumb that was, and they said, actually, inflation's bad, but the evil corporations aren't raising your, your wages enough to keep up with how the government is destroying our currency, but it's the corporations' fault for not raising the wages enough to uh, deal with Not the destruction that. of the yeah. currency. That was a a uh, recap of what amanda said for everyone listening just in case that microphone is not working much like it's
0: uh transphobia and colonial america and racism and not the fact that the international competition committee instituted a rule in 2018 that's they did it
3: because
2: they were racist and transphobic
0: right yeah and that's the thing that you never actually they never actually look at the real cause of the problem it's we have to blame the same group and the same entity over and over again. Until people start to believe it, and that's gaslighting 101. <laughs> that's true. You just say the same thing over and over again until somebody believes that they're crazy. All
2: right, so it's it's 2 a.m. and we just had a truckload of ballots show up. <laughs> so who wins Dumb Bleep of the Week? Are we? We'll make the noise for five. Still, let's see what the noise was for five, which was the "libertarianism is slavery" tweet. And then all in favor of five, say aye. And then wow that.
0: A lot of retracted votes. Mm, that's yeah. amazing.
2: That happens a lot. Okay, f- We sound like we're just a couple of people who are like, Trump's our president still. Who <laughs> <laughs> cares? <laughs> all, all in favor of Dunbleep number
0: six. Okay. We have a new winner. Wow. Yeah. That is crazy. All depends on the electoral college, but so far, we're going to declare that a winner.
2: Joe just changed our name to Good Morning Dominion. Yeah. All right. Six. We got votes for six in the Discord. Clay and Miles are still saying four.
3: Although, I do want to point out some shenanigans because Matthew's voting both in person and online. (laughs) (laughs) Like a true true Democrat.
2: Mm, Come on. He sent a letter to my house the other day, too, actually, now that I think about it. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, which one? It's like number six. Okay.
0: All right. Yeah. Cool. And I think that probably was one of the dumbest
2: that we had out there. <laughs> now, who has something they would like to say or ask or whatever? Someone, not everyone at once. Calm down. Please don't rush the stage. Okay. Um, just, th- th- just throw it to them. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, uh, I don't think it works either way. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're uh, okay well i can't speak for nick over there but um
2: i have these in my backpack because I, of what tom wood said and i was gonna change actually um, literally yeah
0: the thing is is i'm a child
3: <laughs> and
0: i'm okay with that
2: <laughs> um i don't know if i agree with tom on that one although i would be delighted to go on his program and talk about that <laughs> idea yeah, yeah. yeah. Short, short. Tom, we challenge you to a debate. We're just going to keep saying that all the time. Yeah, that's right. So, you know, I feel, uh, it, I do feel like maybe it's a younger person that would, no, I don't feel that way. Who cares? I just want my legs to be free. Yeah. That's really it. First of yeah. all,
0: uh, well, he does live right. in Florida now, but it is very warm in Tennessee. And you
2: know he's probably not wearing and jeans. He's wearing khakis all the time, I bet. Right.
0: And we were out having a good time
2: yeah. with everyone. Yeah.
0: And uh, I think it's just fine. Let's ask the group. Um, <laughs> is it okay to show your legs? Yes.
3: There, like, you don't there we you go. go. Okay.
0: There we go.
2: I feel like uh, Tom is clearly a sexist because I didn't hear him mention that women couldn't show their legs. Yeah. So there we go, Tom. Come on the show and we'll talk about it. Okay. <laughs> great
0: question, though. Way yeah. to start it off. Really. That's great. Oh, my God. I that is the microphone. Hey, what while we're got? waiting for the next question, I'm going to tell the... the Is the, this a best help at? No, I'm going to tell oh, the yeah. rest of the podcast to uh, hit that subscribe button. Oh, okay. This, yeah, it's yeah. a fantastic show. A follow, sorry. There's no longer a subscribe on Apple Podcasts. It's follow only.
2: Unless it's... you're listening on YouTube right now, which who would watch this video for a long time? <laughs> but uh, then you should smash that subscribe button. Uh, so what <laughs> Hang on a second. <laughs> Amanda's here let just to
0: set the stage, okay? We have uh, we have, you know, everything set up here and the, everybody's around. Amanda's sitting in a, a chair with her laptop out. Getting ready right to ask us questions. How long did you laptop. How long did you work on these questions? If really questions I would ask of
1: anyone.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Uh, Nate, you got this one. What
1: developments in
3: contemporary politics, culture, or society
1: are you most optimistic about? What
2: makes you the most excited? Okay. I have an answer for that. Yeah. Do Is this multiple choice? So, uh, Amanda's, <laughs> Amanda's <or> question <laughs> was, what developments in contemporary politics and other words that she said are, are you most, most o- are we most optimistic about i'm optimistic about the uh the fact that maybe you won't have to be on a national debate stage to actually get some attention i'm 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 excited about the fact that the internet is such a big thing that you could be on tiktok or facebook or youtube or any of the platforms podcasts th- Podcasts that you don't have to go through the really big media companies to gain an audience And I think that that is going to allow a lot of people who wouldn't have been able to break through to break through and could With all of that competition and free market for people's ideas We could end up getting uh, not only more people but maybe even better ideas because hopefully the best ideas will rise uh, To the top although I have no evidence of that ever happening, but Uh, that's that's what I have
0: yes I, I would say that I'm most excited and optimistic about the young people I see getting excited about Liberty I mean we have I think a few at least four Gen Zers here three three or four Gen Zers that came that traveled to Nashville just to see a live podcast of two stupid best friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have no idea why anybody's here by the way. We forgot to Me mention either. that. Yeah. And uh <laughs> the, the the travel to see here the, about, you know, we talk about liberty. And 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 then also I, you know, I have to mention still I still really like the Young Americans for Liberty organization and the movement that we're seeing. Um and then also I, I think the government has been clearly exposing itself in the last year for sure. If not the last hundred and I think I think a lot of people are getting fed up with it and they're looking for answers and we Right. We have that opportunity to be that voice. And so I'm optimistic that we're in it we're in that time period where things are getting So crazy and information is so available that we really do have that that opportunity To spread the message of liberty
2: and that is why it's very important that as Uh, Anyone who has an audience or anyone who runs an organization should make sure that they're doing the best job getting the messaging out there, the proper messaging. Now is the time. You don't have to worry as much about the debate stage. You can get a huge presence online. You can have a massive podcast, it's what someone told me a couple of years ago, I think. And I, <laughs> I don't know. I heard it's possible. But yeah. um, you can have a massive podcast. And so make sure that you are actually doing proper messaging I think there's been some missed opportunities potentially from the LP. We think it's re- we be, think it's recording, recording. Record. but it's
0: All right. So Nicole's question is, she said, Charlie, I see you have term limits for Congress sticker on your laptop. And although Joe Biden's been in for 42 years, and of course, like we would love to have term limits on him, but somebody like Rand Paul, we wouldn't want him running again. That's her question. And the greatest part about this question is that's not my laptop. So Nate,
3: (laughs) that's my other laptop. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. okay that was really good that was really good um, I actually completely agree with what you just said I put that sticker on there because someone gave it to me while we were at a conference and I wanted to be nice
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah Nick, um, look if you guys don't know Nate personally you know, he does get on yeah <laughs> <laughs> I thought maybe he'd come on the show sometime (laughs) i don't remember who it was (laughs) um no that that point is i I completely agree with that we have ron paul in congress for a long time we have ram paul that has been there uh, for a while and he said he supports term limits and would not run again and i hope he actually doesn't follow through with that because i want him to say and the idea with term limits is that um, when you have the uh the politicians that are in the pockets of the corporations and they're going to stay in there because they can keep making money forever and they're going to stay in the pockets of the corporations and they're going to keep putting out all these regulations that help just a few of them and that what you should do is you could make term limits and that would decrease the incentive for people to want to get in the Congress so they could make these lucrative 40 year careers off of making money by passing laws that uh, just help a few people out. And the actual answer to that question is take away the power that the government has to control those corporations and then you won't have to worry about people getting in power and getting paid off by all of them because then there would be no power for those people to buy because if someone couldn't control the entire economy then why would you give them money to control the economy for you they don't even have that power. And so that would be the actual answer. Term limits is ignoring the real root of the problem. It's just a in my opinion. Yeah. So we actually uh, agree on that. But I'm glad that you, uh, I'm glad that I you know, randomly this, put that there. But this yeah. one I
0: find interesting because it would be a rule for the government, much like there are temp- term limits for the president now, which there weren't before, and that was after. Some people on Twitter could argue one of the greatest presidents of all time, <laughs> <laughs> FDR, um, despite his Chinese internment camps. You know he's. Uh,
2: and the yeah. japanese ones too and the,
0: sorry japanese yeah. internment camps yeah. he was a you know the a long standing what he went three and three, three and, and a half terms three and, and a half terms he was in right so so they put terms. so to me it'd be like a rule on the government so i could go both ways on this one if that were my laptop but it's not to me, the, so, uh,
2: the rule says, okay, we're gonna keep al- the rule says we're gonna keep allowing the, the Congress people to run the economy and to be bought off, but we're only gonna allow them to be bought off for twelve years or for however many years. So it, it ignores the actual problem, in my opinion. And I like to get down to the roots mm-hmm. of the problems. The roots
4: are where it's at. Yeah.
0: yeah so Livy uh, is 19 and she asked the question for her age she's a young voter and in school through the public school system she only learned about the two-party system Republicans and Democrats and so what would we want um, young the young ones to learn about
2: I at- that um, if if you think that the situation we're in right now is not the best and it should be a lot better, that those two parties have been in control of everything this entire time. And that uh, I don't think that. Well, just at least continuing. for the last
0: 120 years.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So so pretty much the entire time, especially since major changes in, in the government, in the economy overall, the, those two parties, in my opinion, are just both people who want power over other people but they want themselves to have power and they think that what their ideas are are the best things and i don't know if that that makes any sense it's not that the republicans republicans really want a smaller government what oh. what have we ever seen about republicans actually wanting the smaller government the budget grows regardless the debt grows regardless uh republicans maybe you get a little bit more War, but that's changed up a little bit in the, in the last little bit, too. Trump didn't bomb any new countries. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a win. I would say,
0: and uh, perhaps I'm drawing on my own experience through public school as well, but I, I think one mm-hmm. thing we could do is, is do a better job of teaching our kids some basic economics. Mm-hmm. Uh, because ec- what, we, what Nate and I argue all the time is that economics truly is the, has the greatest effect on human life. And how you implement those economics really matters. And what what I think kids don't learn today is I certainly didn't learn this growing up in school. Is like how catastrophic uh, the communism was in the USSR. How catastrophic it was in uh, Venezuela and Cambodia. Right now in Venezuela in China, uh, I didn't I didn't even know who Mao was until I I don't know maybe eight years ago. Like no. <laughs> I'm serious. And so, it, and well, me I'm, too. I mean, economics, economics is generally an elective in high
1: school.
0: Yeah. Right. It, yeah. Sure,
1: that's oh, mm-hmm.
0: They do, they do like supply and demand, but but then it's hilarious when you run out of gas. That's just price gouging, or when mm-hmm. you hike the price of gas, it's price gouging. We
2: did learn about supply and demand when I was yeah. in high school, but when yeah. there, when it actually is. Uh, A time for supply and demand. That is called price gouging. Yeah, when there is a low supply and a high demand, which I heard in high school makes prices go up, when that actually causes prices to go up, we call that price gouging. Price gouging is just supply and demand that we don't like. We like it when it goes in our favor, like gas was really cheap last year because people weren't driving all over the country. And we can talk about the pipeline stuff and, and whatever, but it really had a lack of demand for for everything, so the price is really cheap. That was supply and demand that we like. We were price gouging the oil companies. Yeah. We were price gouging the gas stations last year by by making them charge the lowest price that they that they possibly could. And you mentioned communism and Mao. Well, because everyone
0: hears about Hitler. Yeah, like we we did a whole thing on Hitler when I was in school. I'm sure you did as well. Uh, but you don't you don't really hear much about Stalin or Mao or. Like the, the the economic systems that brought the greatest catastrophes to the twentieth century, and so and I think that that's something that that not only well it's something that was so real, but 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 it doesn't have the same effect. Like the Nazi symbol has a much greater effect than the hammer and sickle because. We don't even condemn the hammer and sickle, <laughs> even though it's the symbol because the, of over a
2: hundred million Nazi deaths. The
1: enemy and not
2: yeah, because their pursuit was a noble pursuit, which was everyone was going to be equal and right. have the same things, and no one was going to be poor. Everyone was going to have everything needed. So their their pursuit, in their opinion, was a was a noble one. But the Nazi pursuit was not. And so, when you think about the two things, that's why you think differently about it. But. What I wanted to say also was when you mention Mao and Stalin and all these people, typically what you hear is that Stalin was uh, an evil person, except for that one guy who mentioned he is a great listener. Was yeah, was a great listener. Uh, Mao was just a bad guy, and and all these other Pol Pot, terrible dude. And what's important to note is those people were terrible but it was the fact that they had the power that they had that is the reason that mattered so much that they were terrible and if they wouldn't have had all of that power over all of those all over the economy and over the people then having a terrible person in power that's bad but if they can't murder millions of people or cause starvation then it's that's not quite as bad and it's not that Stalin was so evil that he wanted to starve everyone and that's why it went terribly and if it weren't for that then they would have then it would have been amazing the other important part to realize is that a government can't manage at that time 24 million different products Uh, What do we charge for these? Where do we ship them? How do we produce all of these things? Just think about the government actually managing the specific numbers of each one of those things that had to be produced. And the truth is, it doesn't matter who got in control of that. It was going to go terribly, and people were going to starve. And so we could blame it on Stalin or Mao or whoever, but really, whoever was running the thing, it was going to to go terribly, and millions of people were going to starve, because a central planning body cannot manage that much at one time okay they can't even get all the they can't even get all the sixty thousand dollar tents in san francisco right now you know i don't i don't want them running whether or not i'm gonna have food today well there's so
0: many levels you can go in this conversation to like individualism versus collectivism and so many different routes that you can take but i i man, i just don't think they do a, a good job in the public school of of Really basic economics, I think, would be the start Mm -hmm. because a lot, I mean, a lot of stuff you should, I mean, a lot of people continuously learn throughout their life. And so maybe when you're 14, you know, some of that stuff is a little too deep, but, but at the same time, I think if we had a better understanding of, of economics, because we have a lot of people making economic decisions that don't have any understanding of economics at all. That's a it, pretty it,
2: crazy thing.
0: Yeah. It, it, well, you know, she has a degree in economics, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. AOC has a degree. Has like
2: yeah. I mean, if, if you have a degree, you should be able to run. If Milton Keynes is, is your favorite <laughs>
0: economist. The other, uh, you
2: know? the other important thing I was going to say is you were talking about Republican, Democrat Party. What's really important, the thing that I learned in high school, uh, my. Music teacher he used to write on the board. He used to write a phrase, seek the truth on the board. And I thought that that was, honestly, that is probably why I looked into all the things that I ever looked into. So the really important thing to do is to try to not be biased about things, try to not make up your mind completely about things unless it boils down to a very simple principle. Which I think a good principle is that we all own ourselves, and that's one of the most absolute things I can come up with, is that we own ourselves. And if you do something that would imply that a person does not own themselves, uh, like control uh, what they do, uh, where they travel, what they do with their money, which they use themselves to earn, uh, then you are actually implying that people don't own themselves, and then move out from that basis does this say that people don't actually completely own themselves? And I would I would start from that. And and I used to be hardcore Republican, right wing. Had a W bumper sticker on my used car. Used to be, <laughs> yeah. And I was able to. Uh, Make that change, thanks to a Republican called Ron Paul, by the way, who uh, who steered me away from the Republican Party, Mister Mister. Th- the most important thing I hope they teach in the public schools is to keep an open mind about things and to always be open to other people's ideas and opinions. Well, and your mom wore a short
0: uh, shirt today, I think, that said, mm-hmm. "Don't hurt people and don't take their stuff." And so, so when your ideology calls for you to hurt people and take their stuff to help the good of the other people. Well, then that right in and of itself is wrong, obviously, because I mean, we learn when we're little kids, not to hurt people and take their stuff. Although my son is having a lot of trouble with that. Sorry. That's a little personal <laughs> story there. But, but at the same time, um, if we could carry that principle out throughout our lives, it's like, okay, if your if your idea for society Involves hurting people and taking their stuff, well then you're violating the basic human rights of individuals, and therefore there's no moral ground to stand on. Did we answer your question?
3: <laughs> <laughs> She's like, eight times I'm pretty sure her dad has <laughs> been for her.: Yeah, entire yeah. life.
2: And okay, so one thing we also know, when we didn't talk about the duopoly thing that much. Competition is really good for all things, and it would also be good for political parties for people to have other political parties because when you only have when you only have one or two options, you can end up with a duopoly. And they won't have to compete with anyone other than themselves, and they won't be incentivized to do a better job. And so, like all things, especially we see it in, in business all the time, when there is more competition, people will be incentivized to do better than the people they are competing against. And so if you will have more than those two parties, maybe they will all do a little bit better. And also, George
0: Washington warned
2: us about parties,
0: by he the way. He did, yeah. So, uh, he said that a long, long time ago. He was mm-hmm. probably high when he did it mm-hmm. and that was in his um, I believe that was in George Washington's farewell address
1: <laughs>
0: So Matt Matt asked the question um we make fun of the left and the right all the time, and but what can we do to build bridges and kind of uh, turn a new leaf, in essence, to draw those people to the liberty side, to, to individualism.
2: Is it to draw them towards us, or to work with them when we can, or what? You know what? Or is that part of the answer you might be? I think. For? I
0: think instead of making fun of them, what can we do to uh, move the needle? We could start with hugs i mean Mm -mm. everybody loves hugs
2: (laughs) with masks on yeah with masks on
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Uh and vaccinated so
2: this will be very hypocritical this will be very hypocritical to say on an episode uh called dumb bleep of the week but uh the best way to win people over is not by calling them idiots or by making fun of them or anything like that okay once a week or anything like that that's why we only do it once a week okay but yeah every
0: time so this is for entertainment purposes only by the way
2: so luckily none of those people listen to our show so when i talk to them in person i'm actually very nice to them about about everything that I can be. But what I want to do... So people who are Republicans... So I used to be a hardcore Republican, and I thought I thought Obama was going to... I thought we were all going to die when Obama got elected. I literally just thought it, the world was going to end when he got elected. That's how right-wing I was. I had no idea why now when I look back at it. Because um, you were listening to Mark Levin? Yeah. That's probably because I hadn't had that con- conscious, bias, <laughs> conscious bias training yet. <laughs> no. Um, that, that was because... Uh, I, I had heard on Fox News that we were all going to die, I'm pretty sure. But then I transitioned into being a libertarian, and that was because I found out that I didn't, all, I didn't like war that much. And I also noticed that the Republicans tend to grow the government and do a lot of hypocritical things all the time. And so what I would want to do is, if I was talking to a Republican, say, hey, we've had Republicans and Democrats for a long time, do you think that that's working, or do you think that maybe we should try something else, move towards some more actual liberty ideas? One thing I'd say to Republicans, which I've said on the podcast a bunch, is you talk about the Constitution of the Founding Fathers a lot, but if the Founding Fathers came back right now, you would be the British, and they would have to, to, they'd have to take you out right now. Even if you're Republican, some of the most right-wing people you see are— that. More tyrannical than what the British were. So I think it's important for people to get that gut check sometimes, because I've actually had that argument come through from people who talk about the Constitution and the Founding Fathers a lot, that they would not like even what the Republicans do. The one important thing I can do, though, is find ways that we can actually work together on things. I mean, the guy, the guy that we support the most is a Republican, and I think it's important for people in the liberty movement to be willing... To vote for an R or a D or whatever, you're not voting for the party. You're voting for the person and what their ideas are. And don't you shouldn't really care what the party is. So we should be voting for the ideas and what that person's what that person's going to do. And so I think for the people in the Liberty movement, what is important is for us to ask ourselves: Should we support uh, Thomas Massey or or Rand Paul? or someone if it's someone on the democrat side that has some good ideas about something when um Tulsi Gabbard talks about war I can support a, a lot of the stuff that she says you know so so when she talks about that maybe mention that I agree with that and we should move more towards this and amplify something that a democrat's saying at, at that time because we should work on things that we uh, agree with others on
0: and that's that, that's what I was going to say in simplest terms you agree with people on the problems because Really, even as libertarians or liberty-minded people or Republicans or whatever you want to call yourselves, Democrats, it doesn't matter. We actually, as human beings, agree with almost everyone on all the problems. You know, healthcare is too expensive. The Federal Reserve is out of control. When Bernie Sanders says audit the Fed, hell yeah. Like, let's figure <laughs> out what's going on, you
2: know? Um, the, the, we were in but, Afghanistan for a, a little bit too long. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. The, yeah, we're, the war is, is too long. Oh, we're spending too much money on war. Yeah, you know, now, of course, a lot of people on the left want to take that money and put it somewhere else. Whereas we want to just take that money and stop taxing people. Right. But but we can agree with everyone on the problems. And that's the simplest way. And actually, psychologically, you know, when you agree with someone, um, then they feel like they they can they can trust you. Mm -hmm. Our biggest difference is on solutions. Uh, And and honestly, we have the moral high ground because we don't want to hurt people and take their stuff. (laughs) So so really, you agree with that person like we talked about at Politicon. We Obviously, we have a website called BernieLies.com because it's true and hilarious. And uh, at Politicon, there's both people from the left and the right and libertarians there. And so we had some staunch Bernie supporters come up, and they were so angry that we had BernieLies.com on our backdrop that they were red in the face. Their blood pressure was higher than Nate's, I think, which is... Which is astonishing, Dangerous by the
2: way. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, recommend dangerous
0: it. levels. Yeah, we almost had to call EMS. I think. Mm. But anyway, um, it, but once once we started agreeing with them, like, and we we talked a lot about healthcare. Once we started agreeing with them, like, God, it is like ridiculously expensive, and it's unfair. It's unfair to the single mom with four kids who can't afford her her, her healthcare. We agree with you, but what do we do to fix that? You know, do we we steal from more people? Is that that's the answer, or do we do something that's uh, moral and ethical and I think that that's that's how we draw people in
2: yeah I agree mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: see Nate just agreed with me and now we're friends <laughs>
2: yeah. it's about time <laughs> see it took a while Yeah. <laughs> does anyone isn't, else have a microphone right now
0: isn't that the special Uh-oh. uh oh mm. I, I have a point A that we don't, we don't have to
4: discuss but I do want to back you up because
0: I am sounds like you're losing your voice
4: Ну, <laughs>
2: <laughs> you can't say bandanas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is why I don't get yes. <laughs> Yeah, so what can people do? What are some actionable yeah.
0: steps? Mm-hmm. Stephanie, uh, my fiance asked a, a great question, which is, well, first of all, she said that she agrees with
2: us. She's, <laughs> that is, she's let's ba- get that out there real on. quick. Yeah,
0: she's backing us up a little bit on the anti, like how anti-vaxxers have kind of reintroduced uh, measles and some other things back into the population, and, and basically the history that vaccines are safe more safe than they are not safe Uh, and then the second point was what are some actionable steps that everyday people can do to uh, forward liberty Um, and that's a hard question because uh, I I think I think ultimately um, as a movement and as a people uh, I agree with Nate on this a lot which is we should stop focusing so much on all the national attention although it is difficult not to And there are real things that you can do locally, uh, as Stephanie mentioned, which is HOAs or your city council or being the mayor of a tiny town that has 1,200 people or whatever it is. I know I have a a friend of mine. It's not really a personal story because um, he's just a friend who (laughs) happens to be a libertarian who joined the city council uh, in Carthage, Tennessee, and he started streaming all their budget meetings live on Facebook. And uh, it really upset the council because (laughs) they were spending uh, $42,000 a year on sausage biscuits from this gas station. And they wanted to keep doing that. And he made a massive difference by getting that line item cut out of the budget because I mean, 42 grand on sausage biscuits, Jesus, that's a lot of biscuits. And of course the city argued, well, this is, you know, we're doing this for the church and to help out the homeless and things like that. But it's like, they weren't really doing that because the biscus didn't even cost that much money to begin with. Um, and also, but at, at that very local level, he was exposing um, the, the dangers of government and how they have this overreaching power. And their argument is they always need more money rather than actually trying to balance the budget and, and at least get to a form of government, a limited form of government where... Um, that maybe resembles the Constitution, and we can do that locally. We can get involved locally. I think joining organizations like Young Americans for Liberty that are, their goal is to get 250 uh, state representatives they elected.
3: Already.
2: Yeah. They already. Hit mm-hmm. They hit it? They hit it by last, 2022, last and they hit it last election. I'm, I'm pretty sure they hit 250. I, don't, I didn't
0: think they did, but...
2: Well, let's fact check that. By the-
0: by, 20, <laughs> by 20... Anyway, their goal was to get 250... Yeah, no, 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 no. Their, their goal was to get 250 state representatives elected by 2022. And I know that they're well on track if, if maybe they've already hit that goal. Um, and I think those types of organizations are really good for people to join and get involved and acclimated to those different types of steps. They have a great program called Operation Knock at the Door where you can when join... Operation Win at the Door, which you can join a team of what they call door knockers. They haven't
2: hit it yet. Yeah, I didn't think so. I think her data might be a little oh, okay. old. Yeah. So Nate, we'll Nate's always Nate's, Nate's <laughs> just always right, even when he's wrong.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, you can join like Operation Win at the Door, which they they have door knockers where you could they actually pay you two thousand dollars a month just to walk around your neighborhood and knock on doors and try to get somebody who has is liberty minded elected to the state legislature where you can actually affect real change. I mean, we right now we have states like Tennessee and Missouri and Texas and other places that are that are passing quote-unquote constitutional carry. Kentucky Uh, was a big one.
2: Kentucky was
0: a big one. And I know it's not true constitutional carry because you can't strap a nuke to your back and walk around. (laughs) I get it. Libertarians. Okay. Tyranny. But, but it is, but is it better than where we were before? And the, 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 that answer, that answer is yes. Because before you had to get a license just to conceal carry. And now as a law abiding citizen, you can carry a weapon to protect yourself. And those types of things are real and they impact people's lives and they save lives there are until we don't it's 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 really hard to keep data on crimes that don't happen <laughs> because, right like we only see we only see the data on the crimes that do happen but i think there is an organization trying to do something like that but but ultimately we know concealed carry protects more lives than than it hurts and so those types of things that you can do locally i even say get involved at your hoa because your hoa can be a tyrannical Ask Nate. Yes. So, so those types of things, um, where you can affect real change and take those actionable steps, I would say, uh, join those organizations, uh, share the message as much as you can. And then also when you're talking about these ideas with people, um, start with that agreement on with them, you know, I, even with my brother, my, my brother's still a huge socialist, but he now calls himself a libertarian socialist. And we're making progress, okay?
1: And I'm not gonna <laughs> give up,
0: all right? I'm not gonna give up until he's full liberty. Um, so, which will happen? Give or take fifty years.
2: The other thing I think people can do is they can. This will be something that Jason Stapleton pushes all the time, but taking control of your own life by, oh yeah, by this the way of uh, get yourself into a position where you're not dependent on anyone else for anything, and you're truly living free and like a. You could live like a libertarian really easily. You can you can do all sorts of jobs where you can make enough money to not care uh, what person gets elected or not care what the new regulation is or whatever, whatever the case may be that you can take care of yourself and truly be living the way that we say we want everyone to live. It's a lot easier to preach. Everyone will have a great life and we'll have, we'll all be wonderful because of the capitalism is going to do the capitalism stuff, but it's, even better to preach that message when you've actually achieved peak capitalism. Well,
0: it's also I think a love him or hate him it's a, that's the great Jordan Peterson message and I think it's why it's resonating with everyone which is uh clean up your own room first. Right? Take personal responsibility. If there if you're um let's say you're afraid to talk to somebody or you're you don't want to run for office or you don't want to get involved with those types of things, well, uh clean up your own life. And I think if everyone does that, How far would we go, right? If everyone cleaned their own room, so to speak, as Jordan Peterson would put it. So personal responsibility, personal responsibility is huge. Um, And that's, that's something anyone, everyone can do. Great question. Mm-hmm. Um, can I ask a question first yeah. before you answer this? Can I can I ask you a question back? Um, what was their alternative? Yeah, yeah. What was there? So I think the biggest question for this is, what is the alternative to working in factories and dying? And in in 1900 or the early 20th century, the alternative was uh, starving to death trying to grow food
2: but the <laughs> the the thing would be does that mean that the terrible working conditions are uh, ex- acceptable no. or people taking advantage of them because they had no better options and so what i would say is first off we do have to look at what they came from the fact that people worked in factories and they were worked hard it was hot in there and some of them died also the way that people worked before there were the factories they had to work really hard and and some of them died, and the the life expectancy at that time was still in the early 50s or late 40s, 40s even yeah. at that time. So you were going to work really hard your entire life and then die, at that at that point in time, and that that has always been the case. And before those factories, before the industrialization, you would have been working on. Uh, farms, or you would have been doing some type of manual labor, more than likely. Statistically, that's what you would have been doing, and there were still people dying doing that, and what I, now those conditions might have been poor for people, but what did that come from, and what did it lead us to, and was that just a stepping stone on the way to the much better conditions that we have, and could they have avoided that Air conditioning is something that human beings have lived 99 point something percent of their time without, is without air conditioning and having a really low uh, quality of life overall. And so there wasn't air conditioning or there were low safety standards. Those are things that I think when we look back on them right now, like, wow, that was really, really terrible, especially compared to what we have right now. But at that time, those jobs might have actually been a whole lot better than what the alternatives were for what those for what those people were doing. And so one thing I don't I don't want to do is take how we live our lives right now with all the things that we have and then look back on people and say that that, that they were doing something wrong because the air conditioning had just been invented maybe at that time. I don't even know how long it was, how long we had had it at that time. Um, So the only thing I can do when it comes to a hard situation like that without going into whether or not all those people were actually monopolies or not uh, is what could I do? What authority do I have to tell those people to tell people who own businesses, or to tell anyone that they that they must do something, and I don't really have any authority to do that. Uh, I'm I'm not in their position, and I don't have the authority to threaten people with I don't know incarceration or something if they're doing something terrible. And so, my answer really is that I don't think the government can also do anything about that because I don't think they can have a lot of I don't think they can have a lot of abilities. How can I give them an ability that I don't have? I get to create new abilities that I don't have to give to this body that's occupied by different people every two, four, six years or how, however many it's gonna be. And so I'm always against having the government solve any of those problems. And in fact I think that I think that the free market solve those problems eventually that there was a bad period of time and then we advanced technologically and they eventually solved those problems and we can look back and say that that was a really bad time for those people but we did get a lot better and we are a lot better right now but maybe that was because of unions i don't know, <laughs> I don't know what it was the gig economy well, I mean, yeah yeah right it's true
1: uh, this was the free
3: market free so this is unacceptable. We change if The government says, oh yeah, we
2: should do this After we the problem. Yeah, that they, they they have a history of doing things like that. Uh, Tom Woods has always brought up the vehicle safety standards. That when they when the government finally enacted all of their vehicle safety standards, well, the trend line of of deaths. In vehicles and and really terrible injuries in vehicles was on a very strong downward slope when gets and then they jumped in and this is what they do they jump in when it's easy for them to get in and when the public is in complete favor because the public's already doing the thing that they're jumping in just like uh, if eventually the federal government comes out in a couple of years and say you know what we're gonna legalize marijuana and 26 states are like cool and then eventually, 100 years from now, they'll say, well, see, the federal government legalized marijuana. and But actually, <laughs> or, the trend was it was already going towards legalization without their help. And Another and, example
0: right now is electric vehicles. Yeah. California, in 10 years, is mandating all electric vehicles. The market was already heading there. Like, yeah. You know, we already have Tesla. And because of Tesla, we now have Ford and Volkswagen and all the other manufacturers are jumping on board. So the
2: neo Neo. don't forget neo zing zing ping. uh <laughs> yeah. yeah there's a bunch of them yeah
0: nicola uh, so there were already the market was already moving to electric electrical vehicles and then california mandated it and i'm sure the federal government will come out and mandate it and then they're going to take the credit for it mm-hmm. um yeah so I, I do think it's that but it's also um um there is a great book and um yeah, is it Xander? right Xander. Um, and you're held 16, 16. There's a great book called progress by Johan or Joan, Joan or Johan, Johan Norberg. I've heard it pronounced both ways. So I was like, huh? Johan Norberg
2: I heard it a lot that way too.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> and so he talks, he goes through all of this history, even Steven Pinker and, and a bunch of people, um, who would be considered on the left have, have gotten a lot of heat for this, um for for describing that but because people also talk about China and and the other third world countries that are that are experiencing the same industrial revolution essentially that America did and it's like oh well it's not fair they're sitting in sweatshops and it's like well the alternative is they would starve to death in the rice field and so like what's it's easy for us to sit here in our air conditioned three-bedroom giant house that we, two legs. that we rented for <laughs> for our podcast show, right? Um, and to look at and to, to see this and be like, oh, my God, and not realize um, how far we have come and, and and the sacrifices that we made to get here and what it took, and, and then also to be grateful that we don't live in the alternative where, um, you know, women spend their whole life having kids and six out of the ten die, and that's why you had 10, is because six of them were going to die. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you were probably going to die in childbirth.
2: Yeah. So. Or that not every, everything doesn't smell like poop all the time because right. they didn't have the, yeah. toilets didn't and all that. that. And that was the craziest part of that book, was right. them mentioning that even if you were rich or whatever, that everything smelled like crap all the time because that would, they would put it under their house or it would just be outside everywhere. And there was a story of 10 or 20 people that died at a dinner party, because the floor was so rotted from all of the, the the pool of crap underneath the floor, it was so rotted that they had a big dinner potty in a uh, potty giant dinner potty under the table and that 's where everybody it turned into yeah. a dinner potty, so that the floor ended up collapsing, <laughs> and ten or twenty people died in it that like they drowned in the crap under the house. It was crazy, so that 's a really good book that I, that I would recommend reading and i would add to that
0: and i would say that um you know you shouldn't treat people horribly just because there's unregulated capitalism right like so i <laughs> like i own a business and i don't treat people her horribly not because the government tells me not to uh, yeah yeah i do it because it's fun no i do it because um I, well i like to think that i'm a, a good genuine person um who who wants the best for people and i think most well, I think a lot of people are, are like that, but you do, there are evil people in the world that we can't, um, well, I don't know if, not that we can't control, I guess maybe is the wrong word, but I, I think that an adopting an understanding of evil in the world would, would bear light on the fact that there are some things, um, would bear light on the fact that a utopia on earth can't exist. And so that you're going to have bad actors, but, but the greatest thing, even back then, the greatest thing is the bad actors would eventually lose, um, because labor is a commodity. And also it, if you treat people poorly in business, that goes against those principles that we believe in, which is you shouldn't hurt people and you shouldn't take their stuff.
2: The best thing would be to have a environment for competition where the most people could offer those jobs as possible. And people would flow towards the the employers that were offering the best situations possible for people, and the, the best overall way to have the most competition uh, would would be for it to be as easy to start a business and run a, run a business as you possibly could, and that competition would hopefully lead for the bad businesses to be taken out and the better ones to, to rise.
3: Would you say that liberty
1: is the true
2: progress? Yeah, trending more towards actual mm-hmm. individual liberty for everyone has in fact led towards the most product because even if it feels bad right now we probably have a pretty good environment for individual liberty compared to some other times in history i don't know possibly and so as people have more liberty those people are going to be free to create and do better things the best ideas are going to get out there more ideas are going to get out there that's one thing I love about Elon Musk sending internet around the entire world is that there are so many people out there who are going to have such great ideas and you could find you could find 50 more Elon Musks in Africa after he puts the internet in Africa for people who were never going to have a chance of doing anything other than looking for food and water the next day that they could actually have a chance at Working and growing their lives, and and maybe getting their ideas out there to the people, and that's a that's a really good way that we're going to have a lot of progress. Thanks, Elon, for for sending all your Starlink satellites up there.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Freedom for the level of the individual, I think, is the ultimate goal, which leads itself to freedom of economics, for, like free association, free trade, um, because everything else is a, is coercion against the individual. Um, and that 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 history has shown to lead to death and destruction. So mm-hmm. it's not going to be perfect. Nothing in this world's ever going to be
2: perfect, you know. I think this is where I do this. Be- you guys never see me do this off camera, but I do. <laughs> I do this when we hit time.
0: Am I, I doing the 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 regular outro? <laughs> Please, <laughs> no. Like,
3: uh. <laughs>
2: yeah that would be a pretty good one yeah yeah can we add do do nashville instead no but i want to say thank you to everyone who's hanging out here with us tonight who took all that time and all of your the the hard-earned money that it took to get here whether it was gas in your car or in a plane or whatever it was uh this is uh really really cool to see that we just randomly started a podcast at one time with John back there. who's right there. Thanks John. Might not have been able to start it if it weren't for all the equipment that he already had in his house. All of that capital that you had and in all of that equipment mm. for us to start this that was that was good and that's why he owns a lion's share of good morning liberty in that studio no. <laughs> in that studio
0: that you bled in the walls
2: i did bleed in the walls yes. of that studio that's another personal story for another yeah. <laughs> for after the podcast but no it's no, but re- it, yeah it's true it's really cool
0: we do thank uh, each and every one of you for being here this was this was a lot of fun it was mm-hmm. awesome so maybe we'll maybe we will do it next year i don't know we'll, we'll see to, we'll have to see
2: only if Maurice is coming Okay, yeah. that's Maurice, the stipulation. We missed you, man. And Magoo. Yeah. and Magoo as well. Okay, but Magoo kind of hurt us a little bit. He said he might be here as, as, as recent as yesterday. He said he might be here today. And then he canceled. And yeah. I'm, a little, I'm a little upset, yeah. you know? I'm kind of sad. All right? I've had time to cope with Maurice not being here also. <laughs> so I don't know. We, uh, we miss everyone who wasn't able to be here and super grateful to everyone here. They'd probably be grateful if we stopped talking. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, thank you all for listening to the show. I hope you have a good night and a good morning, Liberty.
2: Go f- yourself, Nashville. <laughs>